Hello, folks, and welcome to episode 161 of the TVA podcast. Uh, we are Darcyless above the pub here at uh, McVeigh's. You had to Woo. take off. Woo! Cat is away, so now we can touch microphones. Yeah. Uh, oh, is can, it really normally uh, we can about that? Oh, he is very picky about that. Uh, if he was here, right, you see that? That he would be leaping at your throat right Poppity now. Poppity pop right yeah. there. Uh, no the, damage done, Darcy. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's Fraser Young. Hi, everyone. Uh, Cross for me. Thank you for coming out. Thank you very much for having me on. This, 161. 161. I, I saw the look of shock on your yeah. face going, who listens to this many of these? No, I just yeah. I'm wondering why why who were the 160 people on this before me? Right, I got I got number 161. This mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Well, Brian Hope's been three times, so step up. Oh my God, go. fucking Hope, Hope's <laughs> taking over. Um, how are you? What is uh, what is? Going I was just taking a drink of water. I'm, I apologize. I'm doing very well, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to crunch some ice here. I'll wait for the microphone. Hang on. <laughs> what are you, George Brancato, circa 1985? <laughs> is it? That is a football joke for me and me only. George Brancato. Because Gen- I'm a football fan. Is yeah. he was he a CFL guy or a CFL guy? Okay, was, that's why I'm, yeah. I'm an NFL guy. Yeah. He was uh, he was a coach of the Ottawa Rough Riders. Yes. And uh, his big nervous thing, his big uh, big nervousness was like whenever the riders were sucking, which was oft, uh, he would go grab some ice in the on the ice bucket and just start chomping on it. Sounds like and a so, good dude. Yeah, you could see you could you didn't like when we, were, we used to go to Lansdowne Park and and watch the games there, and we right. would just watch him go. How's the game going to go? And we'd just look down and we're not going to get out of this. There's not much ice idea. left. Yeah. Uh, so what is your uh, you, you do NFL? Uh, yes, yeah. I am. I am I'm a Giants fan, which is okay. a good time to be a Giants fan as well. Yeah, they're doing well. Yeah, like, the Giants I, are doing really well. See, here's the thing: I don't have any sort of vested interest in it. And I would love to be because I'm like friends of mine are in pools and like Monday Night Football is always mm-hmm. something I want to be in. I don't have a team to cheer for. That's uh, for me. It was like I was born into it. Like uh, my right. grandfather started cheering for my grandfather from Cornwall, Ontario, beautiful woot, town. Woot! Uh, from the six one three. Yes, nice. indeed. Yeah, and uh, so he was he was a big you know Giants fan. Passed it on to my dad. Mm-hmm. Passed it on to me. Why? Uh, I love the hereditary nature of it, but like for my, for Ottawa anyway, for me, yeah. it was uh, it was the first game I ever saw, and so that was like oh, that's my team, right? Yeah, yeah. that's you know first live. That's why I like the Sens right now, yeah, because I was in Gananoque, halfway in between Toronto and Montreal. Mm-hmm. I don't care about any of these cities. No, exactly. Ottawa gets one boom. But that's the thing. Apparently, my grandfather was also a big a big Rough Riders fan, but yeah. my dad never picked it up, and right. as a result, I didn't I didn't uh, uh-huh. take to it either. Yeah, they're dead now. Doesn't yeah, oh, matter. exactly. Yeah, doesn't matter. But it was like they're both uh, big uh, Canadians fans, like Habs fans mm-hmm. as well. Which I mean, that is like the Habs and the Giants are really where where my two right. my teams lie. You know, you're a Habs fan. Yes, indeed. Yeah, really. I, I was born in Montreal, but oh, okay. only lived there for a short time. Right. But uh, still, I the blood know. runs strong. I didn't realize you're a Habs fan. Yes, indeed. Well, thank you for showing up, uh, yeah. Fraser. This was uh, great. We'll <laughs> see you guys next week. On yeah. the, I'm not going further with this asshole. <laughs> um, so who? Uh, uh, how do you how do you like the way the NHL is going right now? Uh, well, how are they doing right now? They, I think, I think the NHL is doing better. Like I, I dropped out for a little bit for about like three years, as a typical Habs fan would do. Right. Like when uh, when they were garbage, like around like the the early two thousands, uh, when when they under the ownership that were put that was putting no effort, no mm-hmm. money into it. I'm like, why why should I cheer for this team? Sure, it wasn't the Leafs you were watching. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, exactly. Well, a lot of teams. <laughs> but then uh, when uh, when Gillette bought the team, right. uh, all of a sudden he started putting some enthusiasm, putting right. the money into it. So I got back into it right there. And I'm actually I liked I liked the way I liked that when after after the lockout after the the strike there, uh, I was I was happy with the, right. what they came back with. So with some rule changes. Well, you know you know who uh, Gillette actually uh, he owns two teams. I think he sold it now though, didn't he? Uh, he's, 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 he's sold he sold the Canadians the just right. this past right. summer. And the, but he owns Liverpool as well. Liverpool FC. Yeah. And doesn't he also have something with the uh, Tampa Bay? No, that's calls? that's the other guy. That's, that's the Glazers. The that's right. They own Tampa Bay and, and Man U. Yes, that's I believe. Right. Yeah. Well, I thought he owned an NFL team as well. Did Gillette? 
Does he not? I don't just believe Liverpool so. Now? I think I think I mean he and he certainly is probably gonna have to sell it because right. he lost a boatload. Like when uh, when the financial collapse hit, it hit the uh, Gillette's particularly hard. That's why I had yeah. to sell the Habs. You know, right? <laughs> but he's still got Liverpool, I think. Yeah, Man. although I mean, in Liverpool, are they in the champion? Do you do you follow soccer? Oh, I don't I follow do. soccer that I much. Do. But yeah. Hey, you hear that? That's Jason Blanchard shutting off right now. Oh yeah, That's, yeah. <laughs> I mark every point as soon as we start mentioning soccer on the podcast. I go bye bye, Jason. That's it. He just shuts it right off. Right then. <laughs> so furious. Uh, I, Why can't you says, use your hands? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Base argument. Um, I, uh, I'm a Glasgow Rangers fan, so ah. so this is a great bar, obviously, to be performing comedy in. Yes. But, uh, no, uh, they're doing well. They beat Celtic last week. Uh, well, they, which is the only other team in the league, as far as uh, I'm, I'm aware. Hibs fans will probably throw darts at you now. The Hibs, so United the Hibs fan? Uh, I, don't, I know some. Yeah, I know some the, uh, the the club that I go to to watch the games. The, the other biggest team right now outside of Celtic is Dundee United. Okay. Huge number of guys. One of the guys from Napanee actually comes down and supports them. He's a, he comes a, down from Napanee. No, no, no. To he Toronto. lives here, but he's like you know he's another six one three guy. Yes. So like anyone who's in the six one three, I consider a friend. Who in, supports in Scottish football? Exactly. Yeah. Well, then you know he's. I'm going to name my first child after him. <laughs> yeah. Then. That's it. Uh, so no, the. Um, uh, yeah, the uh, Liverpool. I think they're still in the Champions League right now. They haven't dropped down yet. No, um, no that's crazy. Do you watch soccer? At all? I don't really. My uh, my brother in law is a huge Liverpool fan, right. although also a giant Leafs fan, and hates a Canadian. So he was kind of split on on Gillette right there. You so know? you love him. Yes, although actually it is it is it is a good. I always I always compare it to like uh, like the story of the hockey sweater, of right. course. But like because uh, when I I would uh, come to Toronto and you know stay with uh, with my sister and husband, mm-hmm. and uh, he would always like for when I take a shower, he would give me the Maple Leafs towel. That right. would be like the only towel that I get. Right. So it would be like you know like that Maple Leafs. Uh, uh-huh. I had to dry myself with the Maple Leaf towel. Oh, you just go heavy on the ass crack when you're done. Oh that, man, boom, evil, just yeah. get right up in there. Yes, indeed. That's, you might want to burn that when you're done. I like don't know it what doesn't stink enough already, huh? <laughs> Heyo. Uh, so do you uh, do you go out to games much? Like, have you ever been? You to- know what? I haven't. Like, my my sister took me out to. Uh, she she bought me tickets for my birthday a couple of years ago. We went down to Buffalo to watch uh, watch the Habs play That's there. Where I go? Oh man, it was and it was yeah. dynamite because you for like. There were like forty, forty-five dollar tickets or something like that, and we were getting like the equivalent of like golds, whatever that is, and they were yeah, dynamite yeah. seats, like right in the corner there too. Yeah. Oh man, it was great. tenth yeah. row, fifty bucks. That's how I saw yeah. the Sens last year. Yeah, it was fantastic. And you get to stop the anchor bar, you get some wings. Great I didn't took a wrong turn, ended up in Woodstock, different story. Yeah. But, you know, if yeah. you, you once, show once the Coyotes get to Hamilton, you know what I mean? It's going to be even closer right That's there. Not going to happen. happen. It's never going to happen. happen. No. Where are they going to go? Like uh, I don't know. Are they, they, they're surviving right now. Did they did they end up beating Pittsburgh? They last they shut out Pittsburgh. They yeah. shut out the Stanley Cup champions three nothing last night or a week or two weeks or five months ago, yeah. depending on whenever this uh, makes it to air. They're putting to in air. the storefront window. <laughs> yeah. They're putting in the storefront window. Right? Yeah. This is actually going to air at the time of recording. It's actually going to air uh, a week from Tuesday. A week from Tuesday. Yes. All right. Yeah, we're, we're doubling up because I am uh, out of the country. Oh, where are you heading? Uh, I am heading to uh, at the time we're recording uh, or the time this drops. I'll probably be on a train between Bruges and Amsterdam. Yeah, first time ever on, on the continent. I've been to the really? UK. Been to the UK quite a few times. This is my first European trip where they actually use euros. Right. I'm looking forward to that. What, the, what are you taking the super train from uh, from Bruges? It, does the super train go from Bruges to Amsterdam? I'm taking a train. Okay, I don't know. I remember I did a train like I think it was like the TSV or something like that from uh, from Paris to uh, to Brussels. Right. And that train goes over 300 kilometers an hour. That's awesome. It is bananas. It yeah. is like, the, like you, we're just like right, by, right beside the highway and yeah. you are just rocketing past these cars on the highway and we're like, oh, what? this train must be going, you know, like, like you know, 180 or something like right. that and we find out it's like 320 or something yeah. like that. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. 
They actually, the, I, I just heard this, they want to uh, open it up and do a super train from Glasgow to London. Really? So, and they're anticipating with the speeds that they want to get up to, uh, they'll be able to shave that down to between an hour and 90 minutes oh my God. of travel time. So imagine that you commute every day to London from Glasgow well, or vice versa. But I mean, you can also, you can fly from like London to Glasgow for like a dollar and a half, can't yeah, you? Like yeah. it's Well, they're trying to hit that, they're trying to hit that, uh, right. that market. They're yes. trying to tap that in and go. So if you don't have to go plane. to the airport and get there, you know, a uh, exactly. half hour at a time or whatever, you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you just like step on a train like it would at Union Station, then you take your bags out and boom, there you are. Ninety minutes. You can you can listen to one and a half of these podcasts. Yeah. The oh man. You get to what a treat that would be. That huh? would be. Oh, all you Scottish fans out there. <laughs> many many tales of Glasgow. You know. Or the, yeah. or the Londonites who uh, they, the only word they could find is at the steel mills. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know. You know, doing the uh, confectionery up on uh, you know Saki Hall Street. That's fine. That is, have you, you've been to Glasgow, I guess. I have been to Glasgow to, to quite see your a few team times. play. Yeah. I have uh, a couple of years ago. I went and I saw three games in the space of nine days. Really? Which is fantastic. Now, were you were you fans of them back in Canada beforehand? I was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, as this happened like when I was back in high school. I had a buddy of mine who was born in Larkhall, Scotland, who a uh, huge uh, Rangers fan, and so he sort of got me into the team, right? And said like, "Oh, your uh, your uh, mom's side is Scottish, yeah. Uh, you're Protestant, yeah. Have I got a team for you?" <laughs> and boom, there it was. And so he just so that's so Glasgow's the Protestant team, and uh, and Celtic are the Catholic the team. Catholic team, right? And uh, yeah, they love each other. Oh, I'm sure, I'm no doubt. Big hugs and kisses every yeah. game. That's it. I mean, was it uh, was it Scotland or was it Ireland where they had hockey there? I think it might have been Ireland where they like they had like professional hockey there, uh-huh. but the owner of the uh, the owner of the teams wouldn't allow people to wear uh, like colors. Like there mm-hmm. was no there was no uh, he wasn't celebrating you know Catholicism or Protestantism. Right. It was just like just come out and enjoy hockey, and yeah. it was like all right, oh the, you know a yeah. nice a violence free way to enjoy these things. Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah, I uh, I I think there should be more violence in hockey. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, we had uh, well we had uh, uh, this uh, German comic. I don't know if you met him while he was in town Christian Schultelow. Uh he was he was down and he um uh doesn't doesn't care for hockey. He just like I guess he the games he saw was just like a lot of fighting. Yeah, which oh, is I, all preseason stuff. And like, yeah, they, of course you're going to do that. There's enforcers are trying to step up and say right. I can do the business for you. Yeah. Uh everyone's trying to showcase their talents and that's the only one they have. Um how do, you, how do you think? Uh, how do you think the the Habs did this year in terms of like the the team that they built? They they built a decent team. They got decimated by injury. I mean, first game of the season, they lost their best player, Andre Markov, is down for four months. That four is, months, yeah, four months. He's he's going to be back in the new year. Wow. Game game one, so that that hurt. And then the next game, they lost their like fourth line center. But I mean, he's a really solid dude mm-hmm. and and another defenseman. So now they're now they are hurt. They got destroyed by Vancouver last night. Oh man, that what was, was the score seven one. Wow, and that wasn't even. Like the goalie Gary, Gary Price, who I'm a big right. fan of, uh, obviously I mean didn't have the game of his life. But I mean, I would say six of those seven goals he had zero chance on. Like the defense just totally Horrible. left. Oh man, it was brutal, yeah. brutal. That was the uh, I've, I've got uh, Ovechkin in my hockey pool. Oh nice! I mean, the, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. spend that money right now. Well, spend no, it no, right no. Now. Uh, you haven't seen the rest of the team. Um, my my goalie. Uh, is somewhat suspect. I've only got two, so I haven't got any guy on the bench that I can substitute in right now. I've got Lundqvist and uh, who's the other guy? I have no leave, so I make that a, a, oh, a promise yeah. every year. Oh, God, I, I wouldn't be able to. I couldn't um, possibly. Che- I, I would cheer for my own team to lose if here, I had any leaves on it. Here was this. I was in the second uh, hockey pool, yeah. um, and uh, it was with uh, Sean McKiernan and a whole bunch of people down at... Um, uh, uh, Charlotte room, right? And so we're going through the list, and there's like ten different teams that are all we're all drawn players. We're just doing round robin. We've mm-hmm. got to build up seventeen in the roster. Yeah. And uh, by the twelfth round, 
that was when the first Leafs player was drafted. Really? Yeah. So I tweeted it and said, it's taken 12 rounds for someone here to draft a Leaf yeah. player. What does this group of 10 people know that the rest of Toronto doesn't? <laughs> yeah. you know? It's amazing. And we rang a bell. It's like, woo, first guy yeah. after a dozen draws. Who, who would it have been? No idea. Yeah, probably how, Cabrera or something much. like that. Probably but I, remember, I used to uh, I used to be in a hockey pool with uh, with a bunch of guys, and uh, like they were all Leafs fans. Mm-hmm. So I won that pool pretty much every year because they would all be forced. Like, this was like in like the early two thousands when the Leafs were a pile of garbage, right. and uh, so like they would all they would all want to have at least one or two guys. You know, yeah, oh, I got to get some blue on the team, and so right. they would, they would have to be reaching earlier and earlier for like anyone off there. And I'm still picking off like good dudes yeah, yeah, yeah. while you know they're they're grabbing you know. <laughs> whoever right. Dan Daou, you know, I mean, that's an <laughs> '80s reference for a 2000s joke. But. The uh, the the one year I'm in the same pool with uh, Andrew Evans and Daryl Purvis. Oh, nice! And um, the, the this was two years ago. I realized I was drafted Toscala oh, at that point, right? Jesus. And so I'm just I'm sitting there going, "There's no way of any of the Leafs that I'm going to have. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be him." Yeah. And he had this is just when he showed up. This is right. two years ago, right? So no one really knew he was like he was like an unknown quantity. And, and it could have been something I mean, because he was he was decent with totally uh, was it San Jose where he was playing. Yeah, yeah he was great there. Yeah, he was great there. Right? Not great, but he was like yeah. he could hold his own between yeah. the pipes, right? So I figured, okay, I got to drop this guy. And it was just after, which uh, actually it was just before. Um, uh, what's his name? Used to play for Ottawa. Played for Detroit. Moved over there. What's his name? Long time goaltender. Uh, Hashik. Hashik. Yeah. Dominic Hashik. He was playing at Detroit at the time, and it was I picked Osgood just before Hashik got injured. Oh, so they shit. had to promote nice. him up, right? And so I picked Osgood and let go Toscala. Yeah. Andrew Evans swoops in, grabs <laughs> Toscala like the next second. <laughs> it's Yahoo. He is slurps it up, and you can trash talk in between. Uh, right, like yes. in the pool in the Yahoo pool so he uh, emails me in front of everyone and goes dropping Toscala is the biggest mistake you will have made all year <laughs> the next game uh, he gets six sieved by him oh, in the man. first period they yank him after uh, uh, 15 minutes so he's got a goals against of 18 <laughs> so I sent back a, uh, a message to Andrew going correct me if I'm wrong should your goalies uh, GAA be able to drive like that <laughs> seems to me to be a big number and he stuck with them God love them but uh, no God so. bless his heart you know what I mean yeah they're both those East boys you wouldn't uh, I mean like I guess they're both Leafs fans coming yeah. from like Daryl and, and him, I mean. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, is Daryl at least? Yes, I, I, Darryl, I, I always forget Leafs fan. which team he yeah, is. No, like, he's I always forget he is. And Andrews uh, will make a point. He's not a Leafs fan. He's a hockey fan. He's like that with Anthony. You know, he'll he'll be covered in like Blue Jays paraphernalia. In, you know, nine out of ten games. Yeah. That you see him and go. So who do you like? Oh, I don't like a team. Really? What's with all the Blue Jays? Really? Stuff? I've yeah. I I hate that. I mean, I I don't I don't hate Andrew. I, I think Andrew Evans is a great no, guy. Can. But I, I, I hate I hate that as a, as a sports thing to not pick a team to not choose someone to root for. Right. To I, I'm cheering for baseball. Let's right. uh, let's have some great play I today. Know. You know, it's such that's such a faggy way to be noncommittal, <laughs> don't you think? Just like I yeah. love the sport. Really? Yeah. I. I love films. What's your favorite? I don't have yeah. one. Oh. I just love movies. How, how, can, how can I pick a favorite? Right, yeah. exactly. So you're saying uh, Das Boot and Godfather 1 are exactly the same yeah. as uh, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot or Legally Blonde 2. Really? Right. That's what you're saying? Fuck no. Andrew Evans. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Fuck that Thank guy. You. I'm someone gonna, says I'm going to fight you tomorrow night. But I mean, someone, tomorrow night in reality, not when you hear this podcast. <laughs> someone stepped up and said it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. 
Um, I uh, so uh, so you've got the, you've got the Habs going for you. I got I got the Sands going for me. I don't know how they're going to do. This I mean, I, I'm, I'm really neither of us. I would say we've got it going for us. No, I would say right now playoffs for sure. Yeah, I would say. Well, I, I'm playoffs for. I would play for I would maybe say hard right fought, now. Hard fought. Yeah, hard fought going up into it. I would say will probably be seven eight. Yeah, our team. I don't see anything up front that the Sands are going to have. Alfie's doing all right. Um, but they've really got to turn on the defense, and the 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 for, they got to play the boards a lot more than they're doing. Well, right I mean, now. yeah. What, yeah. Who'd you get? You got uh, you didn't get you got Chichu and Michaelic. Okay, so for, Chichu, for yeah, Chichu. I don't know. Ch- Chichu, uh, hey, Chichu is is going to be great four years ago. He's really right, exactly. I mean, like, oh man, top of the can, game yeah, right now. Yeah, he's uh, any any four years ago from now, he's yeah. really going to be amazing. Um, Sean, uh, Sean, as we're going through the pool, was like, "What about Kuba?" And I've got him in my my uh, Evans pool. Yeah. Right? Uh, and Kuba, I think, will be okay, but I think he's going to be like one of those in terms of like if you've got pool stats going against him, be like a Vermette. Like he'll have one game, which will be fantastic. Yeah. And the rest of the time, just donuts across the board. It won't be doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and sadly, I think there's a lot of players like that on that team. We have lost all of our fa- female listeners right now. Every single piece people of that. tuning in for Fraser Young and Todd Van Allen want to hear about sports. They yeah. want to hear my opinions <laughs> about exactly. sports. All right, enough of the enough of the hockey talk. Enough about baseball. Hi, Lai. Who do you like? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, so you're in you're in town now. Let's yes, talk, I am. Let's talk about this. Obviously, you're in town. You're in front of my microphone. Here I am, right um, here. So how long are you in town for? Because I'm, you... I'm back back September until I'm going uh, going back down to New York in in January. New York, you say? Yes. Why why do you go to New York? He asks. Uh, New York. I'm. Uh, I'm basically trying to uh, trying to start over. Like uh, uh-huh. just like get down there. I mean, it really is. It really is starting over from from nothing. You know. Now, why did you pick uh, New York? You're talking stand up. Yes. We're not talking about like you know. You want to start up a business that does social networking. <laughs> no, exactly. No. Okay. It's going to be a new site called Frazy. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you just get Crazy your friends in. Frazy.com. Yeah. And uh, so, so you're doing, you're doing stand up down there. And so, how? Uh, I wouldn't say you're starting over. I would say you're coming in with a nice bag of tricks. But, but I mean, it. Re- I mean, it really is. Like you've, I've got no connections down there. I've got no nothing. So it's basically like showing up, kind of. I mean, like knowing what I'm doing. Right. But I mean, other than that, like it's. That's the other thing. It's like I not even really know what I'm because like, when I came down here, like kind of grew up through the system and always had like people offering me things. You know, like, all you the way came, through. You came here from where? Uh, well, I mean, I, I started Started in Montreal? Yeah. Oh, you started, well, I started here. Like, I, I only right. lived in Montreal for a couple... Like, I okay. moved from Montreal when I was like two. Right. So I hadn't quite started uh, hadn't quite started stand-up by that point. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so like, got my start in Toronto and really, you know, got, you know, as I was I was very young, so I got mm-hmm. like offered things. It was like, it was all, hey, it all came pretty easily. Right. And like now going down to New York where you really got to you know, fight for stuff and it's like right. learning those skills now, yeah. you know? So now let's let's start from the beginning. So when you first moved to Toronto... Yes, I remember seeing you because uh, you were working yucks at that time. Uh, no, I never really worked in yucks. I did. Uh, I, I did. I did a couple of amateur nights because your 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 headshot was like on walls. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was like one club I remember. I thought it was Kitchener for some reason that had you, or Those maybe it was Ottawa. It might have been Ottawa. Bastards. Wasn't that not Ottawa? I don't think I've ever played. Really? Uh, I've never. I've never gotten paid to do a yucks gig. I, I did. I did uh, maybe like. Four or five amateur nights at the one in Toronto at the right. at the Super Club that used to be up at Young and Eglinton, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then I, like I was doing the Laugh Resort, which used to be just down the road from here, right? And uh, and moved along faster there, so I was mm-hmm. like, all right, well, I'm just gonna stick it with this. It seemed to know? me it was Yuck Yucks. It was like one of the Yucks, and for whatever reason, I thought it was Ottawa or like someone had said they had seen you. Uh, and this was like, because when did you start? Uh, my, my my first ever show was in uh, it was in 1995, so right. it's been it's been a long time ago. But I didn't really start to get into it until about 98. Like I'd done maybe like I'd say. 
less than 20 shows right. in the first three years. And your comedy. headshot was very kind of clean cut. You look very... It was uh, actually... Day, you Frank, very... uh, Frank Spadone uh, took... Uh, Frank Spadone, comedian, uh, right. very funny comedian. He used to be a photographer before he got into comedy and right. took my very first uh, headshot, mm-hmm. which uh, was, like I would say, very much like a high school yearbook shot for me. I was going like, like 1987. Yeah. You had a very nice sweater on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. The hair was not long as I had. Long. I had my hands clasped yeah. together. You know, it was like one of those... You just need that podium with the carpet, like having <laughs> yeah. Sears and just like... <laughs> Put that up. Um, so okay, so ninety five because I remember uh, you at the Laugh Resort. Um, yes, that's where really where yeah. I got my start. Yeah, and uh, so how uh, so you you learned the craft there and toured. So you got to tour and get like all kinds of stuff because yeah. you're right. Like this this community is very giving. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah, you come and do this. And people like yes, I got I got, I got an agent because I did a show. Like, I used to be with with Diamond Field, and you right. know I did did a show with the Rivoli, and then Lauren was like, hey, we should work together. So. I was like, oh, okay, that's how that's how you get an agent. You just right. go somewhere, and and then people find you, you right. know. And that's totally working for you in New York. That <laughs> oh, way? oh, exactly. Oh, yeah. oh man, yeah. They, <laughs> and then, but it's, it's like, yeah, it's just like people are like, hey, you should do you should do that. Like I did, I did the uh, the Tim Sims Award. I won the right. Tim Sims Award in uh, in '99, and then from there, I got like booked for a comedy. I got like my own comedy special out of that, and it's like, oh, oh, that's how you do it. And then it's like just like you know. It, everything came very easily to me at first, mm-hmm. and I figured, oh, well, you know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be famous, and like, right. oh man, I, like wait two years from now, it's gonna be super fame, and then it's like, right. oh yeah, no, there's actual work that goes into this, you yes. know, and it's so like you learn to kind of develop your act that way, mm-hmm. but at the same time, never really learned the 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 busting after gigs kind of skills that I, right. that I should have been learning, you know. So now now, you, now I'm trying to figure those out, you know. But you got uh, one one thing you've got going for you that I've noticed, like a lot of the comics from the states and stuff like that that got merch afterwards. So yes. you still got uh, everyone loves a smug bastard. Yes, exactly. Which CD is a that great I album. Yeah, thank. I appreciate that. Uh, recorded at Absolute in Ottawa. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, I, every time I listen to it, I think I know the host, and I can't think of who it is. Joe Fico actually Joe Fico. was uh, was the guy who hosts. I think he's from uh, from Rochester, something like okay. that. Yeah. Uh, and there's like another album that I heard recorded there. It's like, oh, it's Jason Blanchard. Uh, oh, yeah? It? Who is it? It's, um, uh, shoot, I'm blanking on the name. Goes up to Ottawa all the time. It's got like a funny first name. Uh, this is painful. This is horrible. Yeah. Uh, and I don't mean just the fact that I and you can't do this. Just everyone listening going, fucking get to the point, man. <laughs> like, that's it. Uh, but yours is like a great album, so you can sell that after um, Yeah. Uh, after the shows and stuff like that. And a lot of people, I'm sure, would want it. Now, do, what's, did you burn that album, first of all, to, to sell it? But do you go back to that material at all ever? Or is, uh, you not just like really. put I that usually, on the ice flow and that's it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I wouldn't say uh, completely on the ice flow, but I would say... Uh, there are maybe like two or three jokes that I will do from there, here and there. Right. But for the most part, I try and try and just you know, like, I mean, I've I've gone, I've you know, flipped over material a couple times since right. then. Of like, you know, like, I mean, for me, like I'm just trying to write all the time. Yeah. You know, just try to try to have new stuff because like I'm the kind of guy where I have like I put like a lot of like energy and excitement into my stuff, and mm-hmm. then as soon as it gets to be far enough away, it's just like as soon as that excitement's gone, it's yeah. just like the bit is dead. You yeah. know, so always trying to. Try, so that's why it's, I mean, good to get that kind of like on recording because right. like I, when I still when I'm still really you know really excited about that joke and yeah. you know, I find I find the same thing. But uh, I I get like I'm I'm trying to I'm I'm at a point right now where I've gotten to the point where I've had like a modicum of success with some of the stuff and I've been getting some booking and stuff like that. But yeah. that stuff I hate now. Yeah, and I just loathe it. And so now I'm trying to build up this kind of new stuff, which is very different in terms of style and stuff from the other stuff. So I'm basically we're kind of rebuilding it. But then I get a gig and I go. Fuck! I gotta go back to the old shit. I don't like it. No, I the... don't like it. And the other stuff is still kind of rare. Like there's some stuff in the middle I can throw in, but that throws the arc. I don't know. 
I'm in an awkward spot, is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Really, I know when uh, I because I I got my comedy now very early. I got my comedy now in 2000, which so I taped that, and that was like really the first. 45 minutes I ever wrote in my life you know right. like 37 of them I did for the taping and uh-huh. then they took you know 22 of them but you know so when you go back and you see that thing and it's like oh like some like some of those jokes I mean would drop entirely but like some of those jokes got developed so much better after yeah. that thing and it's like oh man yeah you, you, it's like I'm I'm glad I got the experience of doing it but I wish I wish right. I had I had the you know the foresight to say give me give me a year give me two years you so know let people me people say that too like after they've done a comedy now i think daryl yeah. Perver said the exact same yeah. thing uh just like why did i do it now like yeah. what was what was the point of but, that? because like when you know I, I was a kid you know i was what like 20 23 when i right. got it and they're they, do you want to do comedy now I'm like oh my god yeah this, yeah. Is, gonna, this is gonna be amazing and then yeah. it's like because i thought i was super funny right and so you go and you do that and it's like oh man this is gonna be great and then you you watch it a couple years later and it's like oh you know if 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 I was a different comic when I did that, you right. know, I wish I wish I had that. And man, that's like that's that's my comedy special. You know, right. that's that's what's out there. That's the one you me. put on the tape and go. Yeah. There you go. You want to see? There's your twenty minute tape. Yeah. Now, okay. So so t- talk me through that. Like, how was that experience? That well, it was a lot of fun. That. I mean, I have yeah. I have no regrets about the experience overall. I mean, it was it was great. I mean, going down there and you know playing in front of like a, like a big packed house at the you know Masonic Temple. You know, right. and it's like you do. I had I had a great set. I was really happy with with the set at the time. They cut it in a way that I wouldn't have cut it myself. I was, I was you weren't in it. Was that part of the yeah, problem? exactly? Yeah, I, just, I was on the cutting room floor. It was a great opening applause and a great ending applause. What the hell's Harry Dupe doing on yeah. there? That doesn't look like me. But uh, yeah, it's like one of those things where it's just like, oh, you you cut out my favorite part of like ten jokes, you know? Right. And it's like, ah. Uh. But I mean, I, you don't you don't really get any say in what goes right. on. You know? No, so, absolutely. Yeah. They own they own the entire thing. So yeah, exactly. Have, yeah. uh, do people still recognize you from it, or are they they uh, see you more from like your other television work well, up here? And- I think the way they do it, like in terms of reruns, they 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 will like rerun a season over and over again, like mm-hmm. every couple of years, because it'll be like every like two or three years, I'll get you know like every time it, like, it'll, it'll air like maybe like once a month or something like that you mm-hmm. know it'll be on three times and you'll get like a bunch of emails about that and it's like oh okay yes that's right, right. it's on again now and you don't see a cent of that do you there's no, no royalty no. back they buy no. it right out yes indeed yeah. was it two three hundred bucks five hundred bucks something like that uh like the, for the bio yeah no, i don't think it was even i think it was made have been i do remember because like you, I mean, you get like a decent chunk of change for the original thing right. although when you consider that's you know they now a, a can portion run of, in perpetuity. Exactly, yeah. Right. But I think I remember, uh, I was, I remember I was being like dead broke uh, one summer, <laughs> as I was many summers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, go, I had uh, like an invite going up to a cottage party that, that, that year. And I was like, I, I have no money. I cannot go. I have no money. And then I uh, went in and saw a, uh, a residual check from, uh, for, like, a, like a buyout check. From uh, from comedy now, and I was like, oh my god, I can go to the cottage, and it was it was for something like hundred and forty dollars or something right. like that for another five years, and it was like I almost don't want to cash this. I almost want like if if I don't cash this, can I stop them from airing it for five years for right. one hundred and forty dollars? You know, it's like ugh. they own it. They're yeah. really, they're they're only doing that just so that they're obliged. Yeah. On the, on the bright side, I did have a great weekend. I had a lot of fun. That that hundred and forty dollars was very well spent. So. You had some s'mores. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Play some beach volleyball. Yeah. Hey, you know what? This is worth one hundred forty bucks. Um, I got I got one the other day because I wasn't ready for this. I, like, do you do you go out and act and stuff? Like, do you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you know, I'll like, do. I mean, stuff here and there. Like yeah. Um, who's your agency? Is it still I'm with Diamond like Field? Karen Law. No, no, no oh, I've, okay. I'm no longer with Diamond Field, but yeah, Karen Law. Yes, because I've got uh, I do mine through Glickman. Okay, actually, and. Uh, I got sent a check. He says, "Oh, I got a, I got two checks for you. I'll slide by the office on my way out." Boom. There anyway, and uh, the one I was ready for is like a gig that I had done for like government of Ontario. I play the gay man. Oh, nice! There we go, Philadelphia, right out of the gate. That's what I play. <laughs> Boom. 
the second one was like this check for 70 bucks. I'm like, what? I, what's that for? And apparently some audition kept me there for an hour. Yeah, oh, there so they you go. Yeah. You 70 bucks. I'm $70 like, an seriously? hour. Seriously? Yeah. I, was, I was checking emails. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I'll... I'll you that's the thing with like when when you're sitting at an audition and it's like you you get in there 55 minutes afterwards because you get nothing for that right yeah yeah 55 yeah. but like as soon as an hour hits you get 70 bucks paid for that hour you know right i did not know that you see i'm learning so much that i should have been paying attention to in the course right i didn't because you're an actor now yes oh yeah, oh, I've, yeah, been, yeah. I've been an actor for a while right. it was uh, the toronto show which uh which gave me and oh, a lot of people nice. uh yeah, exactly I and mean, it's like a show that I don't think did terribly well in ratings, right. but it did do fantastically well in having me on regularly and right. getting me actor credits. Yes. So, yes. So, you would get like one of those per show? Yeah, you exactly. Like a, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I built up six of those within like a couple of months and it was nice. like, oh, boom, right on, you know? <laughs> just stockpile. Yeah. Oh, and I think there was, there was a few comics like that who was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like one season of the Toronto show, boom, I'm a full actor now. Didn't Gilson do that quite a bit? He did that he, show? He may quite have. A bit? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so the, yeah, he was on that bankroll. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was such a weird show too, wasn't it? Yes, it, it, was. Like, it was. It was a very odd show and it was like, uh, like, a, like a low production value and they, they didn't really put that much like effort into it but I mean it was like they had a great team of writers on there they had like, right. some really talented performers but then you watch it and you're always like oh this I could see what you're going for here and it right. just it, it, I was I was on there and it seemed funny when we were doing it but watching mm-hmm. it on TV now does not seem So now were you doing stand up or were you doing sketches I did I did some I did some of each I did, really? I did some stand up did uh, did some sketches on there as well yeah Yeah so it was a good time I had I had a lot of fun doing it Uh-huh yeah. That's a good way to kill a summer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I think actually it was uh, it's it was like a winter taping. I think it started in like October, the taping season, right? And then they taped until like February or something like that, oh, which was right. yeah. And the coin was decent time. Yeah, say. exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you got paid actor rates for it and stuff, and yeah, Ooh, yeah. Who doesn't like scale? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, okay, so I'll tell you what. Why don't we uh, let's take a little break. Let's take a little break here because sure, I want to yeah. talk about uh, New York a little bit more and we yeah. can talk about uh, other stuff you and I have done out there. We will be uh, back, folks, right after this. This is Marjorie Malpass. You're listening to TVA's podcast. Oh, yeah. Hello, folks, and welcome back to episode 161 of the TVA podcast. We're back here again with Fraser Young. Hey, hey. And no Darcy. Oh, no. No Darcy. You've never met Darcy, have you? I have not. I don't, yeah. I don't know Darcy He's at all. He's got a great guy? name, though. I like, oh, yeah. I like that name, Darcy. Last name? Fyander. Fyander. Yeah. Darcy Fyander. Yeah. It almost sounds like a sentence. You know what I mean? It almost, you know what I mean? You could almost put like, it's like Darcy Fyand her. Yeah. If we, you know, if we had like a that. verb called Fyand and yeah. that was the past tense for it, I see where you're going mm-hmm. with it. I would hope that it's not rude. No, 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 not yeah. at all. I hope not, Fyand. Not, not as well as I know Darcy. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I hope Fyand means, you know, picked up her coat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you something know, yeah. courteous. Yeah. Because that would be in Darcy's wheelhouse. Actually, uh, he would bake her wings. I think that's what Fyand Oh, really? Yeah. I got to meet this Darcy. He's very good. He yeah. has a very nice baked wing. Oh, man. Uh, recipe. He sounds wonderful. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Okay, so um, let's get uh, into right into uh, New York. Because you're down yep. there. Because like we've established in the first half, for those of you just tuning in for the second, why they would skip over the entire first half to get to the second. <laughs> oh, God. Because we don't have track breaks. You'd be foolish. Um, you'd be foolish, too. Yeah. Oh, unless they went, and that's all they're hearing. And they're waiting for and the they break. Go, Let's go to the yeah. second, because that's where the, the train starts really rolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've established your act in Toronto. You've been doing really well here. Yeah. Why the decision to go to New York instead of other places? Like, I know some people go to London, England. Yeah. Some people go to L.A. What made that decision for you? Uh, I mean, like, New York, just like, you know, nice and close. It's really like the 
be like the starting point for for stand up. I mean, like stand up as we know it, the the way it is today. You know, what I mean, right. I think you know, I'm sure like London as well is like another another birthing point. But I mean, for for me growing up, you know, New York is like the the mecca for mm-hmm. for stand up. So I wanted to get there and you know really just get down and dig in. You know? Now this was this was all your decision. You weren't really solicited or wooed no, by no, anyone. No, you just God, went. No. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Well, okay. it's like uh, I was like, you know, I'm, I make a a, de- a decent living from writing and stuff like that. So it's right. like, all right, it's gotta. I mean, if I can write from down there, still, you know, submit stuff up here, make a living down there, just you know, give it a shot. You know. Now, what sort of stuff are you writing? Uh, yeah, right for like different, I, I'll do like uh, punch ups for TV shows. I was writing episodes as well, you know, for, mm-hmm. for some stuff. And it's you know, are you mm-hmm. allowed to say what those projects were? Uh, well, I mean, there was like uh, one of the one I was doing episodes for was uh, was a kids show. It's uh, it's still on the air. Like they're still releasing new episodes. It's called uh, the Latest Buzz. Okay, uh, but uh, they they've stopped producing episodes of it now. Right? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Keep that going as long as possible. Now you were you were also on a uh, just before you came into the show to record today. You were on a punch up for uh, Darren uh, Darren Rose, who's actually I've uh, solicited yes. to come down here. Not solicited in the bad sense. I no, mean, no, like, no. You know, I'm not trying to get sexual favors. No. Well, we'll see how his but, I mean, episode it's, goes. It, trust me, you know, it's going to happen. He's, he's a handsome man. Once you get him down here, does yeah. he rape? I think he like. I, yeah. I, it's it starts out like he intends to rape you, but right. about halfway through it, you're like, no, I want this. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he really is a good wooer. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have him uh, on the show at some point. We're gonna. Tidy up in November. So you were helping him punch up his uh, his act. Well, not, not his not his rooms. act necessarily. But a series of jokes. Well, basically, yeah. he's he's trying to do put on like a like a a, a live talk show. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he's doing on Friday? So it's gonna be like a, like a live kind of variety talk show where he's right. gonna have like a couple of guests out there and like different kind of things. And so he wants to write like a like a topical monologue. So he right. brought uh, brought a couple of guys in to try and help him write some jokes for that as mm-hmm. well. You know. And it went well today. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. We, we met a couple times this week. Like it's, he, he's been doing a ton of spots this week, and mm-hmm. just you know, really, you know, yeah. trying to throw the material out there, see what uh, see what sticks so far. So it's, I have seen him at every room I've done this week. Yeah, yes, exactly. Every yeah. single one, except for Comedy Bar, which I saw you at. Right. Yes. And we did so well. That oh, you did. Yeah. You did great. Although I mean, I wouldn't say I, I, I think the, the result worked out for me. Right. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tough to like, to do. I mean, they come up with like brand new material, like do you know three different rounds of brand new stuff, and you don't know what's well, going on. You know, he, here was the thing, and not to get, paint myself with any excuses mm-hmm. at all as to the the abject performance that I had that <laughs> night. Uh, but what happened was I had that show on the Tuesday, yeah, uh, plus the new material night on the Monday. Oh, really? Right? Oh, man. So the way I do it, I don't know how you treat the the new material night the riff mm. but i take it to task i yeah. go i uh, so for the listener who doesn't know the new material night the riff they'll send out a subject the week before to uh the comics are on the show mm-hmm. and they give you the out to say if you just want to do new material that hasn't been performed feel free to do that but we would appreciate it if you wrote at least something on the subject at hand right right i do my entire seven on the subject, as as do I. Yeah, That's, yeah. So uh, this week's was um, uh, uh, suspect uh, food choices. So like things are pro- questionable food choices. That's, right. That, that was the that was the topic. So I did seven minutes on that. Out of which two probably out of the gate I could probably just move and use. Yes. I could probably just like that's yeah. the way that goes. And the other ones are just like okay, shit might be something there. Right. You know? Because everyone's there. Like ready to listen to you know right. questionable food choices. It's yeah. like oh okay yeah I can I can see that happening. That's the game they're yeah. If you just didn't tell people that, 
they would go, this is the worst night of comedy I've ever seen in my right. life. Yeah. You know, that would be horrible, yeah. which is mostly my act anyway. Yeah. But uh, the next night was a comedy brawl. Sorry, I always get those two mixed up. Stand-up showdown. Yes. Stand-up showdown. You and I were on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you explain to the listener how this one works? Uh, you, you've won this before. Yes. You won the first one. The very first one. So let's hear it. And lost right. in the finals of the second one. That was that was a heartbreak. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so uh, basically it's uh, it's eight comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do three rounds. So the first, uh, first round, uh, eight comics are all doing the same topic uh you do like two minutes on that and then the uh, the second round comes along and i guess they bring four of the eight people back for that one uh and you do you do a separate you're all doing the same topic. i mean not the same as the first one but you're all doing the same second topic and uh for this round we get uh, three minutes and then uh then for the uh, the third round they brought uh, three of the four and only one comic gets held back right and uh you did uh, you did another three minutes on another new topic right. all all three doing the same topic right. and two of the three move on to the finals this right. is the tournament of champions right. going on so it's big time right. it is and it by is the monster. way it's not because i'm <laughs> 0 for 2 on <laughs> yeah. that show and i got it in but you're a champion of life that's oh, thank uh, you. that's what it is really you know, huh? i can you, hold the i can hold the belt of life over my you head you really kicked the yeah. shit out of life you know yeah <laughs> i have really screwed tva one Life zero. It was uh, well. The, here's so. Here's the twist of the knife. Not only do you have three different topics, you've got to write a whole bunch of material on, plus be good enough with that material to perform it or whatever to yes. get ahead of them. The judge is raping you. Yes, he yes. is just not happy. Which I think. I mean, like that's really the appeal. Like that. Yeah. I think the majority of the audience comes out just to watch because Mark Forward, who judges it, right. is an extremely funny man, he is. and he w- just like. No conscience at all, no. just absolutely rip into you and tear you tear, tear you apart, trying to make yeah. you cry. That's that's his mission. As an example, you went up first that night. Yes, you went up, you went up first in the first round. The girl that followed you, uh, who is uh, she just did this room recently, or maybe she's out. Tonight. Diana Love. Diana Love. Yeah. Uh, she was just down here uh, a couple weeks ago. She irrelevant to the listener who hasn't been here, but yeah. really, she's a charming <laughs> woman. Uh, the, uh, we're backstage listening to this, and yeah. one of the critiques is like, "Oh, well, you move the mic stand back here." Like he's going that granular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, "What are you doing wearing that shirt tonight?" Yeah. This is a tournament of champions. And so I went up, uh, like myself. I don't know, like, did you you had everything memorized? Like you were going up with that? Yeah, I mean, like for, for the first round, yeah, right. Okay, so uh, I did not. And that was that was my big comment. I said, yeah. Wow, look at that! You just read your set, and I'm like, "How would Deb DiGiovanni do right now?" <laughs> if this is your big argument. But the thing is, like, I was talking with Craig afterwards, uh, the the organizer show, yes. Craig Brown, done this room quite a bit. Uh, like, I know Mark, and like, I know it's a character he's fulfilling. Yes. So I'm taking none of it personally. No, exactly. Yeah. There have been people who have run in tears. I've I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not mentioning any names, no. but I've heard some people just left and just like, what an asshole! How mm-hmm. that? It's the fucking game. Yeah. Like, that's that's all it is. That's right? what I mean. But it, it is like it is a character. Like, but it's a character he really like. Mark is the guy who really does that. I remember like uh, we used to be in the same. We were both uh, with Diamond Field for a while. I remember once uh, going in there was there was a check for me, so I just like walked into the office and uh, and just uh, there was a check. There were uh, Zoe and Morgan who both worked there. Right. They were both on the phone at the time, so I just grabbed my check, gave him a dirty look, and walk out. And then uh, and then I come back like, a couple of minutes later. I was like, "Ha ha!" I thought it was funny. And Morgan's like, "If that was Mark Forward, he would have just walked out." Like he's he commits to the bit, you know, of, right. of being an asshole. He really yeah. he really locks it down. It's like, "Yeah, I'm going to be an asshole right, right. now." But it was it was totally fine because like you know I, I from the first one I've learned several lessons yes. on the way through this. Yeah. So the first the first couple of times I was up there, first time I actually did it, 
uh, Craig had told me to come down to the show and watch it. You got to see what's going to happen. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I took the advice. Mm-hmm. And he was absolutely right. I was like, okay, I took down some notes. Like, okay, don't do long form. Uh, yeah. Make sure, you know, do completely professional things on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, punch, punch, joke, joke. Just hit, hit, hit. Yeah. Try and get the crowd on your side, not so much him. Like, that sort of thing. So the first night I did it, I'd forgotten all those things. Right. So, like, I just went up, did long form, and just fucking stupid, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, whatever. And so I was like, okay, uh, the next night uh, that I got, did the exact same thing. It was like, okay, it was uh, I just with more punches, and I was like, no, I'm still not doing it. I got to hit joke, joke. Like, it's got to be rapid fire because you only got two minutes to get everyone although like inside. i never i mean i i still just do like i'll do two minutes i have one bit for two minutes and then yeah. i'll have one bit for three minutes but your journey is like spike 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 that, I mean, like you've got like it's not just like flatlining you've got oh and here's that funny bit and I, i'm gonna exclaim about that and exclaim about that yeah exactly like, yeah. that's your style mm-hmm. like you're it's uh i don't know how to write just you know set up punchline it never it never worked like my my thing is is like a, a minute and a half of setup right. for one punchline and it's so, just like try and make the setup funny you know i would i uh in, in previous shows i had equated like the the west guys like uh, um, uh, Andrew Gross, uh, Mike Dambra. Mm-hmm. Um, have, you, have you worked with any of those uh, guys? Yeah, I've worked, I, I don't know. I don't know Mike, but I mean, yeah, worked with, uh, uh, Dan, with Who's the other guy? Uh, Jeff. Um, oh, he just emailed me the other day too. Um, uh, worked with him like that. That that out west road comic yeah. where it's like a hockey fight where they've grabbed the jersey and they're jabbing you yeah. with the fist as the, the, the other arm is cocked and then they mm-hmm. pull you in bam you're like all jab yeah. all jab yeah. all jab and then you know you do get that last punch like it's probably just a crescendo of all the jabs yeah exactly yeah. this guy just knocked me out it's like no I've just been jabbing you all night <laughs> yeah. and that's that's fun so, uh, so you're solid on that and I was just like okay lost that one because that so then this time I came in it's like short jokes Right, short joke. I'm gonna jab, mm-hmm. jab. That's what I'm gonna do. Uh, got into it and jabbed, uh, swing and misses the entire <laughs> yeah. time. I was just like, whiffing right by everyone, um, and uh, I didn't. I didn't have everything committed to memory because I was still like thinking like two sets ahead. Like, mm-hmm. what happens when I get through? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, got to know that yeah. shit. Um, they no, so it didn't really <laughs> matter. So I had the sheet up there, and I was just going through. It goes, oh, you're reading off your notepad. I, go, I didn't think that was a big thing. It's two minutes, whatever. So it's like uh, whatever. But the one thing that I was happy about was uh, Craig came up to me and goes, "I like that you talk back to him." Yeah, when he's reaming you out. Yeah, because I'm just like I just it's I, I consider it part of the game. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. What Bob Kerr was saying too. He's like I I always get bigger laughs, you know, going back yeah. and forth with Mark than I do for my for yeah. my set. You know, I got laughs. Yeah. going from him finally. Yeah. That was like two minutes of crickets, and then oh now the funny comes. I mean, yeah. I think I think that's also part of the reason why he does it is you know just to establish you know a, a conflicting situation, right. and it's like all right, well now there's now there's an easier situation. You know, right. it's like a we're we're battling against each other, and it's it's yeah. time to you know trade some barbs kind yeah. of thing. You know, the, well the first line out of his mouth for me was so I hate. It, yeah. I'm like, yeah. So uh, already off to a great start. Yeah, I'm loving yeah. every second of this thus yeah. far. And I would just turn to Craig, like he would say something, like you know, oh, you, uh, you know, you tried like a Mexican racist joke. Yeah, and he's like, did I? So should I have gone black lab? Maybe yeah. Like, yeah. we were just having this conversation, and it's pissing him off yeah. a little bit. He goes, do you want my tips or not? And I'm thinking, <laughs> not really, but sure. I yeah. apologize. I was just talking to the host. Yeah, you know, that's all. I didn't realize that. Oh, okay, you yeah. have, to have yeah. to. Um, but no, like that's that's a fun. It's a fun game to play. Yeah, it's a good time. You know? yeah. But I will say this: like, uh, one of the girls kind of left, and she gave me like commiserations. Like, she yeah. kind of had like one of the audience members, mm-hmm. and she's like, "So this is my first one." I said, "Oh, so what did you think?" She goes, "Well, first of all, I thought I liked your jokes. I wish you had more." It's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, nothing we can really do about that. Yeah. At this yeah. Point. 
And she goes, is he always like that? I go, yeah, that's part yeah. of the game. Goes, as a first time watch, I was really uncomfortable. I'm like, that's what he's going for. Yeah. He's looking for that discomfort. Yeah, exactly. about that? Like when it's like that crazy sort of. Uh, but I mean, it, it, like, it depends on the crowd because I mean I've I've been there when the crowd is just like fully bought into it you know what I mean and it's just like they they pick up uh-huh. I, I found the crowd last night was a little a little touchy about a lot of things and yeah. I think I think it uh, it hurt people's sets and I think it also you know hurt the hurt the momentum when you know Mark's tearing people out after the show right as you know and it's but I mean he he does it I wouldn't say with heart but does it with trying to make it funny like it's uh, yes. like, I'm not I'm not doing it just to be a dick I'm doing this to be funny you know right. so absolutely. It's uh, and the 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 other thing you were you were right about the the fact that the crowd was kind of like iffy on it. Mm-hmm. The last time I had done it, they were not on his side. <laughs> oh at yeah, all he was like he just turned and go. These are opinions. It's a fucking show. Like just he had to yeah. call the audience on it. Right. Yeah. You know, and they were like like someone yell out, "That's too far." And he just <laughs> turned and like I was like, "Oh my god, please don't don't yeah. do what you're gonna do. Don't do and you're doing what you're gonna do." <laughs> yeah. And he totally just ripped into them. Um, this always happens with me, too. It's always the second topic I know the most about. Right. Because it was the second subject for ours was breakfast television. Yes. And I was actually on that. I figured, there's my story. There you go. I yeah. was talking about getting up at 4.30 in the morning and doing voice work. Not the best time to do voice work. Let right. me tell you that. It's no. Like, if you want me to sound groggy and sleepy, if that's the character I'm going for, absolutely, I'm your guy. And that's, actually, uh, I, have, I have a breakfast television story that's on my CD but I can't. I can't do that because it's like an all new. You have to do like all new material, all new material. for this show. So it's what like, was the, what was that show? Because I just listened to your album the other uh, day. It was it's the, about the going going to Winnipeg and having to do the the big a show called the Big Breakfast, where I had to right. be up at like five thirty in the morning. Right. So yeah, it's uh, for uh, for the folks that uh, do you sell that online? I do indeed. Sell through your website, youngfraser dot com. You can yeah. pick that up. Why'd you pick up Young Fraser? Is it because Fraser Young was already taken? It was already taken by an Australian Baptist minister. That's right. So, yeah. I remember poking around for that. So you didn't go yeah. .ca or anything like that? No, no, no. Because I, I, I wanted like .com is really what, what people are checking most of the time. And I figured right. Young Fraser, you know, it's like a, hey, I, this guy is young. You know what I mean, huh? Marketing. That's what I'm talking about right, right. there. You know? Young Fraser. What are you going to yeah. do when you're 50? Uh, hey, listen. I mean, that's, that's, that's a long <laughs> way away. I'll be, I'll be dead long before really? then. Really? So, yeah. I didn't think I was going to hit 40 and look at me. <laughs> yeah. Just rounded 40. Um, so the, um, one of the things uh, in performing with you that uh, that I've I've uh, always done. I do an impression of you, yes. as you as you well know. Yeah, I am not going to suffer. If people want to hear it, they can come down at some point. Right, they can, yes. they can do this. I'm I've heard. I've heard it's a very good impression. I've, uh, well, I mm-hmm. I've gotten it on good authority. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard nothing but good that things. I, about I do a I, I do a good you. Mm-hmm. And my fantasy has been always been to be introduced by you at like a show like where you're hosting. Yes, and then bring me up, and then I just cut into it. Right, and just do that. And there were two opportunities we had at the Riv, and I couldn't do it. One was a character show, so I couldn't really break out of character. Right, that. and the other one. We're doing the show of other people's material. Yes. And you were hosting that one. And I, not knowing you were on the show, had I known that, I would have done Move It Along Deffy. Like, yeah, exactly. That would have been, yeah. boom, that would have been five minutes, there's your host. Right. And just do that. Um, I, do, 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 how do you feel about that? Because I know like there's a couple of comics in Toronto that uh, Ryan McGlonab impersonates, and he does very well. Yes. I don't know if you've seen his, he, oh, uh, his and, and Macintosh he, and his... Yeah, uh, exactly. And he, he loves doing uh, my uh, Kaboom as well. Like he, yeah. I, I have a Kaboom that he... Like when I was headlining there a couple weeks ago, and that's all. <laughs> kaboom! Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but it's funny because I, I do I do have like a I'd say a fairly distinct voice and uh, so there have been there have been uh, quite a few impressions of me over the years and right. it's always like yeah I mean yeah, that's, that's that's good you know yeah. what I mean it's always like yeah that's a good impression do you people, impersonate anyone 
Uh, no, oh God, no, no. I can't. I, I have the. I have no ability to to manipulate his voice in any yeah. way. But uh, you see, I'm waiting for you to get wicked famous so that I can do that impression exactly. And then once you go by the wayside, and then you know people go, "Hey, do the phrase young again." Then you can impersonate me doing you, and then you will have an impression. Huh? How do you like me now? That's that's see? something. I right am there, enabling. You know? Yeah, right I, there. Um, so we okay. So we kind of got away from New York. Did you notice that? Yeah, we yeah. kind of sort of did. Let's let's go back to New York. Um, do you like the city? I do. Oh man, yeah? it's a great city. I love it very much. Because some people get down there and they're just like, "Fuck, I just want to get this." I want to do. Like, I mean, I, I visited there a few times before right. before I went down. So got got a sense of like, oh, okay, right. yeah, this is this is the kind of town I want to be in. So now, where are you where are you living down there? You live uh, I live in the East Village. Oh, that's a great. Area. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Uh, own place or do you no, uh, got no, roommates no. or stuff? like that? I have I have one roommate. We split about twelve square feet uh, okay. together. It's uh, so you're yeah. really on top of each other. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. A, it's a super tiny apartment. And uh, like I'm I'm back here for a few months, so she's renting it out to other people. But uh, hopefully, I have the place open again by the time I go back down in January. Right. Yeah. So, um, so you're, you're with the East Village, you uh, you're able to walk wherever you need to go. Like, yeah, where, where are the sort yeah. of clubs that you need to go to? Yeah. Like, how are you, are you just going out to clubs like every night? Actually, you like, know what? Not even not even clubs. I'm just I'm going out and doing like the independent comedy nights. Like really trying to trying to build up within like the comic community. You know. So right. Which is, I mean, it's working out so far. It's just going to be a slow build, you know. Right. Yeah. So, so, how, so you go down for like four or six months. Uh, I, I went down for about like ten months uh, oh, okay. last time. Yeah. And uh, when? So, what? What's? What would you say is the difference between the rooms that you see here, like kind of like a like a McVeigh's or a, or you know any of the other open mics we got, like Betty's and excuse me, Box and the Fiddle? Would you say there's comparisons? Like, how would you uh, differentiate the two? I would say that there are a higher percentage of the rooms in Toronto have audiences there you know what I mean like there's like of the open mics like there's not that many that are just comic only in in toronto you know I mean? there's but there there are some but there yeah. are there are a ton of those in new york like when, when i first got down there like again i had no connection so i'm basically just going and doing these like open mics that are they're all like i'll do like five or six a week performing in front of just like just no, comics just comics you know and who then, don't laugh well, but I mean, you you can't like you just have to you got to set it up a different way. You can't really right. go out there and really try and like perform. You know, you no, can't no. really. Oh man, I'm gonna I got like a bunch of act outs and really I'm gonna really gonna deliver this well. It's like no, it's just the writing. So it's like just go up there, deliver your jokes with with no kind of energy enthusiasm, but just find out if it's if the core of the joke is funny. And it's right. like yeah, you can you can do you'll get respect that way. You know, mm-hmm. so so how have you have you found that? Um that writing process does it benefit you or does I it, would say it does. I mean, yeah. like it's you don't you don't as long as you don't get into the mode I guess I, I'd, I'd hate to start off with that way like knowing only that right. as as comedy where it's just like oh there's no oh you don't you don't perform anything you just you just go up there and, and recite lines kind of thing like that right. but uh, but it is good in fact uh, to, to have like that grounding of this joke is funny when it's written like this is a, this is a solid joke it's a comics joke you know what I mean now can I can I make this joke which is definitely funny mm-hmm. can i make that appeal to a, to an audience or is it just comics are laughing because i'm talking about rape or something like that right. you know is it is it only you the got a lot of rape only, material too oh that's my god it. well oh, i mean god. after i after i perform the rape on stage then it's like okay this guy wants more rape stuff you know yeah. so it's how is jay malone is he okay oh god he's he re- right? i really messed him up bad that guy he's <laughs> he's torn up uh-uh. i uh I, I could i could see that like i guess you're you're absolutely right in that uh if you if you're it's it's weird having nothing but comics in the room. I yes. guess what I'm saying because they know where all the doves are being shoved. Yeah, exactly, the jacket, exactly. Right? Yeah. You know, so so to make them laugh, 
we've said this before on the podcast. I know if I make a comic laugh, it's either really funny to everyone or it should never be uttered in public ever. Right. And and so and it's interesting you say that you know those guys are coming up and just reciting it because you see so much of that sort of comedy out of New York. Like you see like a lot of comics that are just like boom, boom, just right on yeah. through. There's really no sort of outside performance. Mm-hmm. That's really what's been built into them. Yeah. Whereas you're way more gregarious. I mean, like you've got you've got a lot of great actors yeah. and, and that sort of thing. So that's gotta be hard having your hands tied like that. But I mean it is know? it's, it's like, a, like I I appreciate it in that like I I'll just know that's like, all right, this this joke is not dependent at all on the delivery. It's just like this is a joke that makes comics laugh. I can I can get laughs out of this, and I can get you know laughs out of it at an audience as well. You know, so mm-hmm. it's it really it's it's confidence building in a way. You know, right? And it's not soul crushing. No, like, I mean like well, there there are, there are nights where where you could tell it's like all right, well this this crowd's just dead, and then you just go up and you fuck around and you know comment about the room, and because you realize okay, well this is I mean basically. Like you, you, I'm not going to learn anything about my material right. here. So it's just like go out and try and have fun and try and right. try and get laughs from the comics. You know, because you get in there, and once once the comics know who you are and know what to expect, they, they you'll get a little more respect off. I mean, right. like you go down there and you really got to win over people oh, yeah. who have seen a million shitty comics come through and try right. and you know try and make it. So it's like all right, yeah. you got really got to stand out. So. Yeah. I, I found that when I played the rooms down there, actually. Like, yeah. I, I was down on, like, a, like a week's worth of business uh, doing day jobby stuff, mm-hmm. and we were right across the street from a comedy club. Right. Uh, it was, like, Joe Joe Charles's or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, Joe, Frank, Joe, Joe Franklin's. Franklin's. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Joe Franklin's. Yeah, I've, I've so, played, there's a guy who has a great Friday night room there that, uh, that I've done before. Right. So uh, what was it? Uh, Bob. The, who's the big guy with the toque? Oh, uh, Angry Bob! Angry Bob! Yeah, I, not not uh, not his room, but I guess okay. he has room down there as yeah. well. Yeah, so I got I got on a, one of his nights and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, like it's it's funny, like you run into people who you know I'm still friends with, kind of like on Facebook. We kind of keep in touch that way. Yeah. Um, but Angry with two Y's, Bob, I believe. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Angry Bob. Bob. Yeah. Uh, well, he's a big man. Yes, he really is huge. Yeah. he's. Massive. He's he's too wise, big. Yeah. He's he's too Dave Patterson. Yeah. He is, and and people know Dave Patterson from yes. this podcast. Yeah. Put two of him together. <laughs> yeah. Not going to fit in a sob. No. Not comfortably. Um. It's 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 funny. Like you know, I did the first night, and like no one wanted to really talk to me or anything like that. Right. Until you go up on stage, and then you do okay, and yeah. then they're like, hey, you know, do you want to come out and do my room? Yeah, exactly. And like yeah. other guys are like, oh, this is another room you got to check out, and that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. it really is nice once you sort of. Get things exactly. Happening. It's like well, this isn't a guy who just, you know, uh, dreamed his whole life about trying comedy. And I'm going to move to New York and try it. It's like no, right. this is a guy who actually has an act. Is, right. is a professional. It's like moving to New York because it's the next step. Like a ton of other guys have done. So I mean, you can tell. Like I mean, going to New York, you're, you're you're like, oh man, I'm the I'm the I'm the hot shit. Like I'm I'm really doing well in my place. And so it's like I'm going to move to New York and be well. Everyone's mm-hmm. been hot shit in their place, and everyone's coming right. here. So you got like a bunch of guys who are really solid pros, yeah. and then you have a bunch of people who are just like you know I'm living in New York, and this is where comedy happens, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna try it out. And it's like like yeah. you you were picking the like a, a bad place to start out in New York. I mean, I could see. Getting like a little bit of stage legs and then going to New York and trying to build up there because I mean, whenever you go to New York, you're starting over, you right. know. So it's exactly. Like, but the, I, I, I go back to this again. I mean, like you've got a fairly well established career up here. I mean, like people know you, they know your jokes. You know, you got an album for Christ's sake. Come yeah. on, you know, Scott, you know, oh Scott, man, Scott yeah. man took the picture. You know, yeah. that's, you know, <laughs> exactly. You know, you know huh? no fool does that. No, um, but no, like like you could have probably carried on here in the next three, four, five years really done well for yourself up here but to to say the next level is getting out of the country that's first of all a huge step but you're not going in i would say fresh you're like obviously you're going in fresh you're going into the biggest pond 
that you could as, right. as a really small fish. Yeah. You got a good load of tricks with you. But exactly. You know? But I mean, again, it's it, by going down to New York. Like, there's so many funny guys there that I'm learning. It does. It's not really about who's funniest. It's about right. who's going to work the hardest. It's about right. who's going to who's going to put the effort in. Who's going to get out there, meet the bookers. Who's going to get out there. You know, you gotta you gotta be you know always writing, always showing new stuff, kind of right. thing like that. So it really. And how's is, that going for you? Is, it's is it's that, going well. Like I've never I've never been accused of being the hardest worker around. Like I've, hmm? I'll write a lot of material. That's always thing. But chasing down gigs. That's what that's what I got to get used to. And like really schmoozing the bookers and stuff like that. It's like oh that's the shit that I hate. But you got to do it. Yeah. You got You got to figure out a way to get that done. You know. And now because here's the thing. Because at the time of recording, I'm about to go to to Holland. And uh, huge I, comedy scene going on. Yeah, Holland. that's what I've heard. So like uh, the uh, Christian Schultelo, who was on here from from Germany, yeah. hooked me up with a couple of guys. One uh, contact he gave me was in Antwerp. Won't be able to make that happen, but definitely I'll be around in and around uh, in Amsterdam. Right. So I'm hoping to get like a show or two. Yeah. Kind of there. So I guess you know uh, we'll see what happens, uh, listeners, when we get back. But <laughs> the um, but like how how do you how do you approach it? Like I think like I usually just kind of do try and find someone who knows someone personally. Yeah, which is what happened in this case. I actually got the guy that was in contact with Christian knew two people personally, right? And said, "Say that I vouch for you." Mm-hmm. He's never seen me. He's never seen a joke. Yeah, you but, know. And that's super tough to get someone to do though in New York is right. be- because like it's so it's so tough to get on anywhere. So no one really wants to vouch for it without having seen you. But so the, the best thing you can do is is get a link online somewhere, like a, a link to your to it, like a seven minute set or whatever, and then just go down, watch the shows, meet the bookers afterwards. Say hey, l- I'd love to get on sometime. Send them an email with a link, and then right. and then good book for that. You know. Right. Yeah. So uh, how's that chase down been? Like after after ten months being down it's, there, is it's that, a tough thing. I mean, it's, it is. Yeah, it's like a lot of shows like because they don't need more people there. No, that's the thing. That's you know, they're, they're, they're not they're not short of comics. We got like, fish in this pond. Yeah, it's yeah. like not, there's we. It's not like we have spots that we need to fill. It's like if you if you can do this thing, then yeah, hey, great. Well, well, we'd love to have you on sometime, but don't even dream that we're gonna miss you if you if you go away. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, don't you wish they had though? Like just like a little bit of a tear. Oh, oh, for sure. Oh, Fraser, don't go. Yeah, young Fraser, please come back. Come on now, yeah. (laughs) So, I got, I got to go back to these rooms. So, (laughs) what is the motivation of the bar owner to put on these shows? Uh, Like a lot of times, you gotta, you gotta pay. You know, you gotta buy a drink to get on stage for a lot of these, right. uh, a lot of these rooms. I and mean, some rooms where you go, like when I first got down there, you pay five bucks to get on stage. Like you don't, you're not even buying a drink. You're just like, give me five bucks and you can get on stage. So where are these rooms? Are these like open mics? Those like would be this, those, those would be at the clubs, at the, most right. of the clubs where you got to do that. And then, uh, so basically, I went down there and was doing some of those rooms. You just kind of like get my name around for the comics. And then once I was starting to get booked for other shows, okay, I'm I'm done paying you know five bucks to get on stage kind of right. thing. Like that. Although when I go back down again in January, I mean, I'm going to have to reacquaint myself with a lot of stuff and probably have to go back in and dig mm-hmm. in for like a lot of these like, pay to get on rooms. You know, put on the five bucks. So, yeah. uh, like, so what's it like going into those rooms? Like, you're paying five bucks. Is the audience paying? No, there is no audience. There is no. That's audience. why. That's why so they. That's it's why strictly they're... comics. Yeah, in front of comics. Yeah, paying five bucks. Like a. a once out of every maybe four or five shows, you'll get someone who brings a couple of friends out there. So there'd be like three audience members, and then Crazy. and but I actually even more rarely than that, there's a couple of rooms that I do where they have a barker out front, and we'll have like draw a couple of people down there, and then like as soon as people get into the into the crowd, like the next four comics will all go up and talk to these people down there and just torch them and. Fry them and fry them until they get up and walk out, and then everyone, everyone else will just shit on the other comics for chasing the audience. You chased away the two people who were going to laugh hilariously at my jokes. My kind God, of thing. yeah. How do they? I, you see, I can't imagine that. Yeah. I can't, can you imagine that happening in Toronto? 
First of all, can you imagine having two people in a room in Toronto? That's, yeah. Uh, yeah that's, 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 to be fair, this room takes care of itself. Right. I haven't done any postering yet. I've got a poster. Yeah. I haven't even started like targeting like where I should be in this area. That's coming up in the fall, folks. Don't yeah. you worry about it. Um, but the to be able to uh, like like some some rooms take care of themselves. Spirits. Yeah. Though oh. last night was spotty. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I ate it. Yeah. Ate a fucking brick. They did <laughs> not want to hear anything coming out of my mouth at all. And the first two guys didn't do that well either, to be quite honest. Yeah. They were like, you know, okay, they yeah. did all right. Hit and miss. All right, uh, Darren was like 50-50. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God. I, just, I haven't had silence. I've never had silence there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's when I first started out and doing that room. I've never died that big at that room. Right. Never. When was the last time you died? When was the last time you oh, absolutely uh, ate oh, it? all the time. Uh, when? When? When, uh, when was the last time you died? Just absolutely ate it. I mean, look, I mean, one of these one of these comic rooms that I do in New York, like right. you'll, you'll go up and it's just like, you know, because especially you gotta you gotta be constantly writing new material. So I'll right. go up with like a, a brand new five something I've never tried before, and mm-hmm. it's just like nothing hits, and it's like, well, I'll, I'll try and dig in and I'll do one of my kind of like day old something that's been hitting a little while, and you, you throw one <laughs> a of day those. old, yeah, something that's sitting in a bag and sweating. In yeah, the exactly. So that's it's nice. like. Something you, you throw you throw that in, and uh, but I mean it's too late by that point, and it's just like all right, well this crowd's already decided. So that's, I mean, right? Though, but I mean for those ones like five seven minute set, you you got to take those bombs, and that's, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm learning how to to get by, like just how to how to s- like smooth your way through it, kind of thing like that. Mm-hmm. I would say you know almost just like just enjoy yourself, have fun with it. Don't don't have like your only last being oh well that one didn't go well ooh well that one that one sucked well this you know just be able to get with it without just doing a running commentary of how shit the set is going you right know? well see here's the th- okay so there's there's two arguments on that one yes absolutely if if something doesn't go well yeah you barrel through it or whatever yeah. but there are times where I kind of listen to myself yeah and I don't go ooh that didn't go too well but what I will say is I'll call myself on it yeah okay. and go. What was he thinking saying that? Like, you know, like, make the audience know that I acknowledge yeah. I fucking ate that joke. That yeah, was horrible. Definitely, exactly. And uh, I'll do that myself all the time as well. But you don't, you don't want to hit it too many times in one set. Absolutely. You don't, you don't want to do that. Like, after every joke that bombs, well, I guess that one didn't go well. Right. Yeah, no, none of them are going well. If you, you said it 18 sucking. times in a five-minute <laughs> yeah, set, yeah, chances exactly. are this isn't your strong suit. Yeah. You know, try puppetry. Yeah. Maybe, that's, maybe that's more the skill set yeah. you got. Uh, what would you, so, have, um, did you ever uh, do the club Ha that's down there? Where they have like five satellite rooms at once. It's like no. downtown. That, is that the one where there's like a? It's like you got to go through like a basement yeah. layer to That's get exactly there. It. You go downstairs. The main counter is kind of there, and then there's offshoot rooms. Yeah, all over the place. there's larger showrooms and smaller showrooms, and they run a show every hour on the hour, and they shuttle comics back and forth into them. Right, and I heard the host there is just absolute garbage. I heard he's not he's not like a I don't know if he's a. Uh, maybe he's great. Maybe he's a great guy. I don't know if he's a friend of yours. Uh, he's certainly not. No, he's certainly not. He. I heard the guy. He's not. He's not a comic. He'll just go up uh, on stage and just basically, you're a fag. You just like just basically screaming at people, and it's like, all right, now we're gonna bring our first act of the evening. So like, oh. you weren't doing Club Fifty Four, are you sure? Is that- <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've also heard. Very I'm kidding. Ben Guyatt is a wonderful gentleman. He <laughs> keeps uh, he keeps booking me out there. He was actually on this podcast. Actually, mm-hmm. it was Ben Guyatt. We had a he was like a really nice. Uh, I've never really met him. Really nice interview. Uh, he, but he he you look at you, you look at him and he's just he's done so much. He's got it completely burned out of him. Yes, yeah. he just like he you know he he, he does the stuff like I know when I'm coming up when he does the arms and stuff like that. But right. the thing I loved uh, about Ben the most is just talking with him. Yeah, because that's when he's at his funniest. 
Right. He's absolutely at his funniest when you just like have that conversation. Maybe this guy is the same thing. Yeah, it could be. Although like know. this guy apparently is not a comic. He's just like a guy who owned the bar. Right. And always was like, oh man, I'm going to be. You're a fag, you're a fag, you're a fag. Yeah, exactly. It. That's it. I can't believe you're not talking about Club 54. Because <laughs> um, when I was down there, I asked the guy, I don't know if it was him specifically or as like a manager or whatever. Um, I was in for a couple of days and just said, hey, look, I'm looking for some stage time in the next couple of days. Uh, do you have anything? He goes, well, hang on. I got to go do some stuff. I'll get back to you. I'm like, okay. And he goes off for like, and I see him kind of walking back and forth in between these two rooms. I'm like, yeah. Uh, so what is it? Yeah, yeah, just wait, just wait. And it's like, okay. So I figure he's going to tell me later, like whether he's got some spots later or not. Yeah. And he just turns to me after about 45 minutes and go, okay, you're up next. I'm like, sorry, what? Yeah. I'm going to, oh, okay. Let me take off my coat. Yeah. No, that's okay. Fine. So. It went well. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a good time. I love, you know, we just had Marjorie Malpass on last week. She came out and uh, she had uh, nothing but good things to say about uh, about New York. But yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's it's a very very cool. What would you say is if you've got like one thing that you've learned about the difference, of, uh, like uh, like what you are doing actively down there versus what you would be doing up here? Like, what is that big thing? Is it is it the fact that, you know, you're just writing and fighting your way through it? Is it the booking thing? Like, definitely what, the booking thing. That's like, definitely the booking thing? I got just got to gotta learn how to how to sell myself. I mean, that's that's really what uh, what it's all about. Well, you're a smug there. bastard. You should, you should yeah. know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, but I mean, that's even like, smug bastard was like a reference to the pictures that I was taking because I was making all these smug bastard faces in the right. pictures. And then like you listen to the CD and it's like, oh, it's like some little whiny kid telling stories kind of thing <laughs> like that. But very funny stories. No, you're a smug bastard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> who are we kidding? For? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, is uh, I guess you know, uh, going back to the, the the first half of the show when you said like you sort of fell into it with the you know with Diamond Field picking you up the way you did. Right. I guess it has been an easy ride. Like maybe that's what yeah. It like it, it was it was an easy way to get started. But I remember also like after I taped my my comedy now, uh, realizing that I had to had to get new material. It's like, all right, this is going to be on TV now. So I got to, so like the next couple of years where I really went out, because I, when I started out, I was just like such a thing, like the young, fresh-faced kid and I didn't really swear that much in my act and right. it was like, d- didn't talk about any like, you know, dirty stuff. I didn't want to be known as like, you know, like the 18-year-old kid who just comes up on stage and talking about dick jokes and all that. So I was like, I want to try and keep it nice and clean. Is there a lot of 18s like that? Is yeah. That- <laughs> I don't know. I mean. Oh, I right, Humber. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I apologize. Don't, I missed that. There's a, there's a ton of guys. Uh, and I mean, always has been, and not just not just Humber. Even back in those days, like right. you know, just the kids come up and what a what a you know teenagers and you know like what do those kids find funny? Sex jokes. It's like oh, this is great. I that's I, not just kids. It's like every new comic you've ever seen. Yeah. It's like fart shit. Fuck. You yeah. know, that's all it's going to be. That's right? true. You know, that's true. But uh, so after that, I was like, you know what? I got like this reputation for being like you know the nice clean guy. I, was, I, I don't want to live with that. So I I set out like the next like the you know two thousand two thousand one really trying to write like these you know edgy and you know really you know pushing the envelope kind of jokes and none of them were funny because like, I mean I don't have the persona that can really get away with like a, like a Jason Rouse kind of stuff like right. that like talking about like you know the Pope eating abortions and kind of thing like that like really trying to go after it and it's like well yeah you're talking about these things but you have no point and you don't have the persona to carry off you that's, know? that's that's true. But knowing you as I do, I like picturing you trying to deliver those jokes, yeah. and that's what I find funny. But exactly, and I remember once, like, like, in the, this is back in those days where, like, I, I would do like a, a set like that, and then the, the crowd didn't go for it, obviously, and really? then I would just shit on the crowd for like, you guys don't know what you're doing, you guys, because I still thought I was, you know, hot shit. So I was like, oh man, I know, I know, I'm gonna tell these people what's funny, right. you know. So Jim at the Laugh Resort must have loved that. Yeah, well, actually, that was before uh, Jim had come back to the Laugh Resort. Yeah, oh, so, okay. Yeah. So this is when it was on Lombard. Yeah, no, no, this was. Uh, 
this was uh, when it first made it over to, uh, to there. So Ellen was in charge. Exactly. Yeah. Again, the comics love this. The other civilian listeners, not so no. much right now. <laughs> it really doesn't matter who yeah. was managing that club. No. But everyone knows. Um, but that's uh, that is. Uh, I don't know. Like when 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 you're trying to build up that sort of act and, and building up that much material, of course you're going to be trying out. Stuff is going yeah, to be and I, right? I mean, it's probably good that I did to, to right. realize. All right, well, that's not that's not the avenue for me. Like, I, right. I can't. I mean, I'll still I'll still do like edgy stuff here and there, but not the unnecessary aggressive shock value stuff that I'll really try right. that I can't. I just can't pull off. You know, right. there's sometimes like, do you ever just want to like? Because you've done the dark show. Yes, is that right? Yeah. So how did that go for you? Like, I, well, well you I mean, the, I've got I've got I've got enough dark material, but I mean, it is. I, I mean, I I totally set it up in a different way now, where it right. is, you know. Uh, like I can I can go after heavy targets, but I try and usually have a point to them. I'll try and usually find like what's where's my point of view on this one. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one and really take shots at uh, at but right. like what how how it's viewed in general, you know. Mm-hmm. And it went well for you that yeah night? yeah yeah. You see, that's the sort of thing like I, I I like to do is like to pick up like a niche show. Yeah. Uh, Darcy is gonna kill me because we're going way over time. Oh yeah. Well, this is what happens when he isn't here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a um, you know Ian Atlas. He yeah, runs, yeah. Uh, he runs a lot of really good exactly. shows and that sort of thing. He uh, has one coming up, Bedromantics. Right. And so he's telling me about who was on this show, and it's like Bedromantics is obviously going to be about sex and you know love and that sort of mm-hmm. thing. You know, romance. I like to think as yeah. opposed to dirty, nasty ball gags. But yeah. you know, whatever. So he uh, he's running through the people that are on this show, and he gets to P.O. Modi. And you know P.O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go, P.O. Modi's on that show. Yeah. He goes, yeah. I'm like, wow. Does he know that? Yeah. I was like, what? Well, he doesn't have a lot of bedroom material. No. Like, you know, he must think it's about Bed Bath & Beyond purchases. Yeah. So uh, I run into P.O. actually on Sunday at, at, uh, at Brian Hope's uh, takeover of the Fox and & Fiddle. And uh, again, throwing in details, not relevant to the story. But um, I say to him, so congratulations, you're, you're going to be on the bedroom antics. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, so um, are you writing sex jokes? And he goes, what? I was like, He's like what are you talking about? I said, well, bedroom antics is all about sex and you know love and that sort of thing. He's like, that's what it's about? I'm like, yeah. I said, fuck, I got to call Ian. Like, he's like, <laughs> he's like oh, I got to get off the show. I said, why don't you take the opportunity to write something that isn't in your wheelhouse? Yeah. Like, why don't you just try to figure that out and and do that sort of thing? But that's what I say. Like, with, with the dirty show, like, I'm, I'm not known as a dirty comic by any means. Right. But I, for me, if I was going to do, I'd rather have, like, good comics try and write, like, dirty material right. than find dirty comics who may not necessarily be like the like guys who are like really young and just like trying everything out and just right, like right. I'm all all dirty all dirty but you know well, it's not that funny yet like I'd yeah. rather have you know stronger comics try and exercise a different muscle you know absolutely and I think that's what Andrew's trying with Asher yeah 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 and it's working out really well for yeah, me yeah. like you know the problem is it's always on a night when I'm already doing stit oh doing really stuff, right so like, I haven't been out there in ages yeah yeah um, I did the show once as Titus. And uh, found out people in a dark show don't like asking questions. <laughs> they just like sitting in the dark and just, I don't want to be made fun of at all. Right. And that is, I do not want to improv with this guy in the least. So I'm either, <laughs> I'm going to either next time I'm up there, write new material and just dark it up or do Titus and get comics to seed the uh, seed the questions. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So what's up for you next? We got to we got to close this off. We got to because uh, he is going to kill me when he sees the size of this file. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, what's co- what's going on with you? What's, I got. Uh, uh, I'm doing. I'm doing uh, two weeks in Ottawa at the end of October. Right. I just got like a couple of a couple you of do, bar gigs. You doing the host headline? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Those last two weeks of October got I got a couple of bar gigs uh, filling in there. I think I'm, I'm heading out to Victoria at the end of November. Mm-hmm. 
And then, uh, yeah, I mean, back down in New York in, in January. Very nice. Yeah. And you're going to be out there until October again? Uh, we'll see. I mean, I might. there might be something, a show that I, I, I can't say anything about yet, just yet, but uh, I might be coming back uh, like around like uh, May or something like that. Okay. But uh, yeah, see how oh, it works out. for the out. secret show in May. Yeah, yeah. Listeners, keep posted. Uh, web presence is youngfraser.com? Youngfraser.com. And F-R-A-S-E-R. And do you tweet? Do you do I Twitter? do not. No. No? No, I've, uh, I've, I've, that's why I was glad when Facebook adopted like the basically the Twitter kind of statuses because I think that held a lot of people off from jumping over to Twitter because I don't want to have to open a new fucking account. It's you know? nothing big. It, but it's a, just a, just another thing I got to meet like, because my MySpace page is pretty well shut down. Right. Finally got, got done with that. Facebook I'm happy with. I don't need Twitter, you know? Really? Really? Get on the Twitter. No. Purvis man. is on Twitter, you fag. No, Come on. fuck Purvis. Jesus. Purvis doesn't know shit. <laughs> Fuck Daryl. I'm going to fight him and Evans tomorrow night. And re-rape Jay uh, Malone. That's <laughs> yes. fine. Uh, Fraser, thank you so much for coming out. Hey, you, thanks uh, for having me on, man. It was a pleasure to have you out here. And we'll have you back when, you, when you're back next in the city. Indeed. Let us know how uh, that went. So we can hear about the secret show in May. Yeah, man. Uh, when that goes through. Uh, this is Tav and Alan Darcyless once again, but we uh, will talk to you folks next week. Leave us the uh, feedback in the usual spots on the website. Also through iTunes if you do fancy it. And uh, we will talk to you next week on the TVA Podcast. <laughs>